I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi guys, Candice here. A slight little disclaimer. Upon reflection, Body and I listen back to this episode and it sits a little too close to home. So where we're going to cut into may feel a bit jagged, but I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Also, if you are the parent, carer or guardian of young people this summer, please, please, please keep an eye on their devices. Make sure you've got all your security things set up because these streets are not kind to our little ones, especially on the internet. Anyway, speak to you soon. Hi guys, I'm Candice. And I'm Sorrel. And you're listening to the Closet Confessions podcast. And if this is the first time you're listening, the simple premise is myself and Sorrel gather in my closet to get some things off of our chest and you get some things off of your chest. So, but first girl, you know what we gotta do. Yo. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I could say, but she gonna say, say she got one on the way. These are my confessions. <laughs> Sorry, no, I was doing it. I know. That's loud. That's loud. Beyonce, if any of them back in singers, shout Listen, out. Because I do know not only the melody, I know the harmony. I'm girl. just saying. I know. I them. even know the choreography. At Listen. This girl. 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 <laughs> Hit me up. Hit me up. <laughs> Yesterday, I was just online scrolling, and one of my favorite content creators has recently had a baby, and there is a whole nude of their baby on their profile and I went I, I'm not gonna lie to you and maybe once we've recorded this episode I am gonna DM her I went to DM her oh. and with grace and love I just wanted to be like I don't know if you know but on slide four your 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 newborn's entire genitals are out oh, God. and I'm like as a parent I just want you to know oh. that that will do the rounds so quickly oh. on the dark web. Like, uh, you know when you hate to be that person, yeah. but then I'm like, she's newly postpartum. I don't want to be that. But also is the child's safety not the most paramount? I don't know. So I promise you guys, if I pick up my phone and that image is still up, I'm going to DM her. Um, but I just, I just sometimes think <sighs> we get wrapped up in the positive echo chambers we create, not realizing yeah. that there is a whole underworld. Yeah. There is a whole yeah. mob of people who do not want well for you or your kids. Oh my God. I even stopped posting pictures when he was of RJ in nappies. Yeah. They love that kind of, it doesn't even have to be nude. To, no. no. It's like. No. There's one girl on TikTok who constantly posts day in the lives from her like two year old toddler's perspective. Yeah. And mothers are in the comments begging her to take these videos down, but they get millions and millions of views. And then the mums in the comments are like, this video has been saved 2 million times. times. Where do you think Where- She was like, it's not other mums that think no. your kid is cute. Like it's so. Unfortunately. It's so. You know, the crazy thing is, as much as I believe as people, we should be able to live our lives, the reality of the matter is, guys, 
whilst you're living your life in complete innocence, Ooh. someone is taking that innocence and, and turning it into it something disgusting. And yes, you, you want to share how, yeah. you know, beautiful your child is, how yeah. cute your child is, this new achievement. She's walking. She, yeah. But every single last one of those things can and will and is being taken and being used it's in now webs property. that are disgusting. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think we fully understand how dark the dark web is. Oh, brother, we've got no idea. We haven't even skimmed the we, top. We, hey, we've got no idea. When I come across certain TikToks, as unfathomable as it is to us and maybe many, many of us listening, there are areas of the web where you can buy someone's liver. Yeah, easily. There are... Easily, not like even for a price. Someone will offer you's head for their liver for you. Easily, these are like the way we're on Amazon. Certain yep. men are on a, a different Amazon for different yep. things. Yeah, and so I don't. Yeah, like I said, we caught it hella early, and we're we're doubling down on certain discussions. And what's so funny is that a couple of days before this happened, I saw the most beautiful video of Matthew McConaughey and his wife mm. introducing their 18-year-old to Instagram. Wow. Because the rule always was he would not have an account until he turned 18. Wow. They were like, we wanted him to know his own morals, his own values, his own opinions, and not be swayed by, by this constant it. algorithm. Wow. And so they had all made a pact that he wouldn't have an Instagram account till he turned 18. So they made a two-minute video, like, introducing him to the Aww. internet and tagging him. And it made me really, and it's funny how intuition works. It made me really emotional. And I showed it to Body. I was like, this is, this is it. Yeah. I think in a world of data, of algorithms, I think the next priceless thing is going to be disconnection. Mm. I think there is going to be a very high price point on areas where you can't be connected to the web yeah. or doing certain things where your phone has to be locked away. I think in this time of this rectangular thing sucking all your brain space, the next thing that they're going to monopolize on is freedom from data. Yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. I'm like, that's the next frontier because we've gone too fucking far. We've gone and too quickly. Oh, it hasn't happened over like a long Dial up was time. just there. It's happened like that. Dial up was right there. How can how in 35 years can I know a life of no internet? Dial up mate. and now mega Wi-Fi. Mate. Where and I, I can I'm now not, get 5G in between. And I'm not even halfway through my life. Babe. So by the time I'm going to the air Babe. fryer, what the fuck? Babe. Too quick. Far too, too quick. Much, too much too soon. Far too, too quick. And I'm just like. I, I watch sometimes podcasters interviewing people who are like leading, uh, the uh, taking the lead in AI. And these people have all said, oh no, we're already fucked. Oh yeah. They're like, you don't understand this. Like yeah. we've already programmed past the point yeah. of safety. Yeah. 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 Have like, you there's seen, no pullback. Have you seen that AI of that Martin, what's his name? The money saving expert guy, Martin Lawrence? No. Lewis. He basically is like a money person helps people save money get grants loans da, 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 from the whatever yeah. he works on well he freelances on good morning britain i think yeah. and whatever there has been a deep fake that's been done of him that was floating on facebook and the internet where basically he is co-signing some loan or something oh, that elon musk has been doing and he was like 
the deep fake is saying it, and his it's his face it's his, likeness, it's his, his background voice, his voice everything. his mouth moving yeah apart from a couple of glitches which no one's gonna notice. No one's, no one's gonna notice or they're gonna think it's zoom because it looks yeah. like a zoom yeah. screen it looks like it's been taken from a zoom yeah type vibe um and he's basically saying you should invest in elon musk's da 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 thing and he has sued facebook before because he's you always used for scams because yeah. basically once you associate yourself with him yeah. people are like we can trust it yeah. we trust that yeah. thing because Martin has co-signed yeah. it not knowing that he, you are affecting you know people who aren't doing that much research off of the top level yeah. he sued Facebook and one and, and one they still at it. and he, they they keep making these fakes and he was like this is just the beginning the beginning he was like I, he was like, I guarantee you somebody is going to be able to go back to this interview that he was doing yeah. And alter what I am saying, saying yeah. to make it sound like I am co-signing this thing. And it's going to be so hard to and figure wait, out what uh, is a fake. Wait until we have deep fake apps. Wait until a school mum pisses you off at the school gates and, and you put her face on Pornhub. Wait, oh. wait. No, I know that's already happening, but wait until we, we have the, the capability. G- the GP, the general public. Wait until we wait. have access. Wait. And you know, everybody keeps using those AI apps. See what you look like when you're older. See what you it. look like. I hate it. I don't want to see that thing on ever. And not me constantly dancing to new Beyonce songs that I'm finding out aren't actually songs. Listen, and they sound great. Listen. They sound brilliant. Listen. What the fuck? I hate it here. I hate it here. But sometimes I'm like, I want to download <laughs> the, the software so I can play Rihanna no. doing all my favorite covers. <laughs> and I know that's really bad. No, because I know it's really bad. But like, oh, Rihanna, I miss your music. Anyway, like, I hate it here. And even though I'm not on Twitter, I was watching one of my favorite podcasts the other day, HC Pod, where they were talking about the fact that, and I'm saying apparently because I don't use Twitter, Elon has now done it that you can't see more than 600 tweets yeah. in a certain time That's frame. why everybody did threads. And it, I, I'm in agreement with the guys that were on that pod. That's fucking brilliant. What? Why on your way to work do you want to ingest more than 600 people's fucking thoughts in the morning? Make it make sense now. No, we've gone no, too no, far. No, no, no. Listen. When you really think about it. So, listen. Listen, <laughs> this is how I knew I needed to get checked. Okay? <laughs> no, listen. Because when, when that happened, I was in the car, right? Yeah. With my man. I don't know why I keep whispering that. Anyway. I was in the car <laughs> with my man. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> she, she says it fast instead. We were together. Anyway. And then I'm trying to like load more tweets while I'm in the car, right? And it's like, it's excess reach limit, yeah, summer, whatever that, that yeah. thing is. And I'm like, what the hell? Then I see Elon's tweet, like yeah. this are many for this uh, like type of account, this many yeah. tweets for this type of account. And I'm furious. Okay. Lisa, I was furious. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Who let Elon take over? To- I was furious. <laughs> and he literally was like, I think that's a good I thing. Think it's a good he was thing. like, he literally said the same thing like yeah. do you understand how many 600, 600 is a lot like if you were in a room and you had to speak to 600, 600 people exactly, back to back you'd be fucking exhausted exactly. he he's literally like, telling you take a mental break bro he was like put the phone down and talk to the people that one bro. person in front of you he was like you don't need bro. 600 thoughts ringing and in your head and as someone who's newly invested in tech do you know what an L he's taking doing that like because he's telling you to get off my app. Yes. He is pushing away retention. Yes. It's mad. But also, 
I feel like, so I've, I've been hearing some stuff because I'm not an Elon stan. Anyway, uh, I was hearing some stuff that he was doing that because he's basically effed up Twitter. And mm. he fired all his like big tech yeah. heads. He didn't pay for some server. The servers that he has couldn't hold the weight oh, of the people that were so tweeting. It's just so for a new server. So basically he was oh, just Elon. like, let me get some people off here so that I don't yeah. have to get this many servers. Elon! I know, right? God will use you for good though. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. God will come and use you for no, good. Like, I have, come on. I have, and I've ever since that 600 thing, I actually because basically, no. Oh my god, I'm crazy. Oh my god, I'm crazy. No, because when it happened, yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm taking Twitter off my phone. I literally boycotted him no. for minimizing how many tweets I could. You're protecting your mental health. Do you see how? And do you know how? No, no, the Stockholm syndrome. No. no, this is. It was bad. And I was even like, I'm going to have to save them for my Love Island tweets. How sick. I'm sick in the fucking head, me. I fully delete. I fully got rid of the app, yeah? And then um, threads came about, but I don't really like threads. Like, sorry to yeah. be that person. Like, it, 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 I know we're on it because, yeah. yeah, yeah, but okay, whatever. It's not Twitter. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, do you know what? It is what it is. And I haven't been tweeting as much or reading as much. And I'm kind of like, oh. Yeah. I don't feel the need to be like, what's Twitter saying? What's you don't I don't feel, feel the, the need. need. And I just think no, our generations are going to benefit from these breaks. Yeah. And I also think as much as I'm having this problem in-house right now, I really do think my kids' generations are going to reverse. Uh, I think they're going to want to go boom, out. I boom, saw a boom, video boom, the boom, other boom. day of like, they looked about 12, 13. There was about a hundred of them and a boy was DJing oh. in like a basketball park and no one had their phone out it was like a parent recording i was like yeah they're coming to yeah, take back yeah, their yeah. mental freedom yeah these lot yeah. they're like no 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 we will go outside and touch That's grass always what happens the yeah. pendulum goes from one end to the other, to the other. i'm like no nah, this is it's too much it's too much and so like i said to go back to the top i i, I don't like starting with such heavy stuff but again like i said we're in the summer holidays yeah. guys Guys, yeah. and again, I'm speaking as someone who knows tech inside out. Mm. All our family, Bode's got us on like a family tree thing. Kind so, thingy that so bro, and still. I just want to say thank you for sharing. That is Oof. not what I thought I know. we were going to start off with. I know, you and Charlie silence. We, 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 we were, we were, sh- it wasn't even like, it was just like, I'm I'm in the house. Yeah. I see the family. Yeah. I'm 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 close. Yeah. If I want to, I can yeah. go, hey sweetie, yeah. can you get me a cup of water, please? <laughs> you know, hey sweetie, can I have a tissue? You know, I'm close to everyone. I'm here. So yeah. when you said it, it was just like, <gasps> my, like it took my breath away. Yeah. But thank you for sharing because, like you're saying, the amount of parents who as and let me tell you something. This is why blame should never sit on your chest because mm. you are an amazing parent, right? But you can't be everywhere. All you can do is have those conversations with your kids yeah. constantly. And even that sometimes yeah. doesn't always cover it. So you just have to be aware. Like, yeah. I think having these conversations are really, really beneficial. But And there were certain conversations we weren't having because I was like, I don't want to do scare tactics. Trust me, I reached for the scare tactics yeah. yesterday. I said, come watch this document. I was showing them things. Because I was like, it starts this way and it ends up with me um, fronting a campaign for 20 years because I can't fucking find yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. I know I've tried to like keep a veil yeah. and keep you in this bubble of peace, but this is what this person this is, is trying reality. to do. Yeah. Okay? It's you. Look at the girl who went missing in our area who was found in the loft. Yes. 
Uh, After all, it's been like five years. I kept seeing her pictures when I first moved here. Like, same, same. It was a huge campaign, yeah. and that was in like 2017. Yeah, they found they finally found her remains in a loft. Yeah, like wake up. And having been a child of a scared tactic family. <laughs> <laughs> I live to tell the tale. I survived. Listen, <laughs> listen. My daddy told me. He said. He said, if you're out in public, don't you dare look down on the floor. He's because they they come for the ones who aren't confident. And he you, said, you look them in the eye. I said, okay. Do you, know, do you know what's so interesting as well? This is gonna sound weird, but I know what I mean. I think there is sometimes a disconnect, especially in black households, to have this conversation with your kids because we are not the kids you see on the milk boxes. Yeah, exactly. But we are still... We are going missing at an alarming rate, bro. Sorry, I have to calm myself. But we're never the headline. And so it's almost as if you feel it's not a conversation you need to have because your child isn't the target. We're the target terrorists. We're the target. We're the biggest target. But we're never the headline. headline. We are the the biggest target. Charlie, that's the title of the podcast. That's the title of the podcast. We are are the the target, target, but never never the headline. headline. And let me tell you something. We are going missing at a rate that is exponential. Let me... the thing Bruv. is, just because you don't hear about Our it, kids are literally it, disappearing into thin air. And all you hear is, oh, mental m- health. Mental health. Uh, oh, uh, uh, he ran away. Yeah. Oh, I promise you, I promise you, 90% of those cases, okay, I've just pulled that stat out of my but, you know, but something like along those lines, 90% because, of those cases, this ain't even a stat I'm pulling up. 100% of those cases do not get the airtime Madeline McCann gets. Boom. Okay. Boom. And I'm not saying that to be shady, but you know we keep it 100% in this Boom. room. They are not getting that airtime. Yeah. For a girl that most of us wouldn't even recognise no. today because that's how long time has spanned. And more to the point, her parents played a big role in lack of responsibility. And yet there are 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 year old black kids going missing right now. Daily. Who unle- I only see it as an Instagram yes. story because mainline yes. news will not pick yes. this up. Yes. So don't get trapped in that bubble. Teach your kids to keep their head on swivel. They are targets. And it's not just for paedophiles. It's for organ harvesting. It's for sex trade. The list goes on and on and on. Yes. And like I said, if this can happen in my house. Listen. Hey. Listen. Hey. Like I said, I know that sounds so egotistical. But I'm like. It doesn't. Right now, I'm fronting every fucking safety campaign. What are you telling me? Let me tell you something. And that's why the safety (gasps) campaigns have to keep happening. Because if it didn't happen in your house, imagine the average Joe. Imagine the average Joe who's just like, oh, she's in the internet. Oh, they use the internet. Oh, they they, they like... The average Joe that doesn't know how to connect the cloud. Exactly. So guys, um, off cam, off mic, I've had to persuade Sorel to do her <laughs> confession because obviously that was quite a heavy hitter. We stand by it. We need yes. those moments. But I said, girl, offer up some silliness, please. I beg. Guys, <laughs> listen, you know we don't know each other's confession when we walk in yet. So when I heard Candy's Yeah, that, that silence was real. I was like, <laughs> how am I supposed to say mine after this? <laughs> I, I'm just going to say it. You said you wanted it. I'm going to give it to you. So my confession is... Oh my God. <laughs> I can't stand both of you for making me say this. My confession is, um, I, I don't like it and I don't enjoy it and I don't want people to talk to me before I've had my morning poop.
recently I've had a major change in my diet, which means my poo cycle has changed. Oh, I love talking about poop cycles. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, and sorry. No, I know it sounds really weird. No, do you know what? And I think poop cycles are so important. They're so, so important. important for you to be going on the regular, for you to yes. be checking your poop again at high, low, high, low, but to be looking at it so you know signs of like bowel cancer. Like these things are Listen, so important. Let me tell you something. I thought I was crazy until I got onto TikTok at the beginning of the pandemic and I saw a TikTok of a girl who was saying she sched- like she she writes down like her poops and like how they were out of 10. Ha- I rate my poops every time I go in. <laughs> and oh my God. This is so personal. This is so personal. This is so personal. I rate my poops out of 10 every time I go to the toilet and I'll tell you why. Because if you have a, if I have a good poop, it sets me up for a good day, okay? I'm screwed. No, it does. <laughs> if I have a good poop, it sets me up for a good day. The second... I have, you know, one that's just like it hasn't done what it needs yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in a foul <laughs> mood. The whole You're day. literally backed up. I'm literally, I'm just thinking, I need to go poo. Stop talking yeah. to me. And my morning poo is so important to me. Like, I'm screaming. I can't. You can't have a conversation with me. You can't. You cannot. And I, 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 I know him enough to know he won't care. You are body to a T. You can't. But, and body is like coffee first, yes, and then we, yes. and then, and then we're off to yes. the races. <laughs> yes, a coffee or a banana. Game's done. <laughs> Game's done. <laughs> No, I am so, I am so, I'm so passionate about it. Oh my God, like my morning poops mean so much to me, and I re- there's nothing that makes me more sad than being constipated, bro. Constipation is one of the worst things, bro. As remember, like one of the first episodes in season one where I, I spoke to you guys about my back end issues. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you phrasing like that? <laughs> I remember when I had the sore booty yeah, hole yeah, yeah, of the I colonoscopy. Remember. I like, remember. So I'm very like, I've had to learn what to eat, how to regulate mm. my body so that I'm flushing out that area with the least amount of pain. Like this yep. is a real thing. Yep. Yogurt. Um, hemp seeds, chia, chia seeds, seeds in that natural yogurt. Yeah. Hello. 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 A black also, coffee. Hello. Also, it, I don't know which seed it is. I think it might be a flak or a chia. You've flak. got to soak it. Oh. Don't be having it dry. It will, it will oh, blow, up it blow up in your up? belly. It will yeah. soak up all the stuff that's in your belly, blow up, and then you're backed up. See that, what I'm saying? You've got to soak it before. Let it sit in something before you, you start yamming on that seed. And this is the thing. And all of these conversations are so important, especially as black women who put themselves on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And then also, we're just not taught. We live in a... We live in a a society where it's very easy to just eat the wrong thing and not care for our bodies. Yep. And so when we start being open to what you should be eating, yep. how, do you know, on God, and it was an ex-boyfriend who looked at me like I was insane. Mm. I only used to use the loo twice a week. <gasps> Swear to God. Swear oh, to God. Oh and he nightmare. literally took me by my shoulders. He was like, that is... The worst thing I've ever heard. Like he was so like oh he was God. white, so of course it was the worst okay. thing he ever heard as well. But he was like, he was like, this, this has been is so struggle. traumatic to listen to. <laughs> this is struggle. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember he was like, you need more roughage in your no diet. Roughage <laughs> is such a white man thing. <laughs> He bought me run plates I and bananas. He was like, that is unacceptable. 
acceptable. Yeah, yeah. He was like, at the least every other day. At the least. But twice a week. Twice a week. And so it was really, it was being with him that made me open my eyes to what, what is deemed as normal and how much I was like, oh. And I'm sure that this is going to make up an entirely different episode, but this came up in therapy last night as well. Uh, no, actually I wrote this down as a future confession and now I'm like, shit, I've started. So now I want to finish. I am, I'm going to run the confession right here. Okay. I am someone who doesn't believe in black people Sunday dinner. What does that mean? So <laughs> what? there was a portion of my life where every household you went to had Saturday soup. So Caribbeans always had a pot of soup boiling on a Saturday, a chicken right. soup. And on Sunday you were having rice and peas, jerk chicken, dumpling, da 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 da. I have raised my kids and they don't know what Saturday soup or a West Indian Sunday, Sunday dinner, dinner is. Because, and here's my thing, guys, walk with me. Number one, I like the fact that I get to make a different choice. So I've done that purposefully also. And I have this conversation, funny enough, with my granddad all the time because my granddad has the same thinking as me. And I'm sure I've said this on the pod before. We still eat like we're slaves. Mm. Black people, our baseline diet still reflects as if we've got to do a 14 hour shift in the field. Shit. God damn. God damn. God damn. <laughs> I'm so sorry to be that person. God damn. We, when we were literally picking cotton, yeah. you needed yam, yeah. you needed dumpling, you needed yeah. them heavy duty things. Yeah. Cause guess what? Not only did you have to do a lot of labor, you were only having one, one meal, meal a, a day. day. That's it. We have carried with us our food DNA and not been able to separate from that yet. Mm. You d- and you know how I learned that? Again, I learned it through white friends who were literally having salads for dinner. I Picky said, bits. I said, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. What's this? Yeah. What's this? It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold and the bowl is yeah. very small. Yeah. This is the this is the starter, right? Yeah. No, this is dinner. And whilst I'm not saying we need to shed all of our cultural food practices, we do need to start to pick them down. So much of what we eat is tied to a traumatic past. Mm. And we have just carried and pulled these recipes through generation and generation. Mm. And so now in my house, I'm very like, oh, would you like a king porn spaghetti? Like I'm just open to trying different things. But I want us as black people to start just starting to have those conversations. Yeah, and I think we've had this conversation, I don't know if it was on mic or off, about even like portion sure. sizes and how like, if your plate Not your rice should full, be your fist. Yeah. I thought you shouldn't see the colour of the plate. Listen, <laughs> listen, the, the rice should sit on the whole plate and then the stew goes Should be top. in the middle. That's right. like, that, like a well. It should like be like a, a mountain. Well. And if it ain't looking like Mount Everest, t- send it back to the kitchen. <laughs> Because the chef really done, don't you? Like a well. Yes. But now we're having conversation. And like I say, absolutely have those cultural foods. They're, they they carry, They're amazing. They carry history and they take go <laughs> Straight. They go. Like, I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a food girl. Give me. That gumbo? Give me. Give it to me. Okay. But you know, in a in a bowl, in a small bowl. In a bowl. And like in, uh, what's that word she uses in Clueless? Sporadically. 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 It's not every Saturday and Sunday nah. you need to be mashing this food down. Nah. It's not. Also... 
I also see it, guys walk with me because you know my brain works like a spider diagram. I also mm-hmm. still see it as like slavery for black women because who's mashing down the dumpling? No, because if we start talking about no, this. No, brother, who's no, boiling up the yam? Who? Who's shelling up the who? black eyed peas? Who's cooking for 14 hours? Brother, it's who? usually us. So in some ways you still got me in shackles. Who? For the slavery food. Let it go. Let it go. Deliveroo knows who I am. No, don't. Away to our man's, away to our man's stomach. Yeah, good. Away to our man's stomach. Okay. Okay. That's nice. Now that's why sometimes I'm kind of like, this is why we learn from everyone because some some of these Western European girlies they got it down packed. They said if it's not a 15 minute meal, I ain't making. Brother, they love a 15 minute meal, and I'm there. I'm there. I am. I have arrived. Do you know what else I love? I love a pre-done something. Ah. And I just have to zhuzh it up. Listen, a little sprinkle, sprinkle. A little sprinkle, sprinkle. Oh, little, God. I just have to zhuzh it up. I'm not there yet because I'm still working hard, but wait till I'm in my package and all the meals on a Sunday era. Wait till I'm yeah. in my Tupperware, Tupperware era. era. With a little labeler. Let me stop. stop. And then you just say, go, go to the fridge, <laughs> the second shelf up to the top. <laughs> all right, sweetie. Get one for your friend as well. Love you. Bye. That's going to be me. That's going to be me. But we really need to have a conversation about the historical intent behind the meals we cook. Yeah. How often we should be eating them, portion sizes, and then, of course, what it does to your body. Yeah. Even down to your poop. We we will have to have a full... Oh, girl, this is going to be a 90-minute... I can feel it, you know? Because we be, we have these conversations off, mate. We have to have a full... Con- because when I say there is so much to unpack when it comes to food... Jesus. And Jesus. not just food when it comes to the relationship that I have with it, but as a community, yeah. as women. Growing yeah. up in the 90s... Hey! Hey! Growing up in the 90s... You could not fucking escape a workout video. Let me you t- could not escape a Slim Fast... Remember t- when Slim Fast ads used to come in at 9am in the morning? Listen. The fuck? Do you listen. know how weird that is? Do you know how weird it was that girls at my school, including me, would grab a little Slim Fast milkshake? That's so demonic. I would get my bus... From my house into the city centre, before I stopped, I'd so go over demonic. to Sainsbury's. I'd buy three Slim Fast shakes. I'd go straight to school. Breakfast sorted, lunch sorted, <gasps> midday snacks sorted. Wasn't eating anything. And I did that for a good three months. <gasps> and there's many, many others. You're hot in at that. One of the worst stories I have is attached to why my appendix nearly burst. <gasps> and I had to have an operation. Because my relationship with food has been through the got it and this is the thing I was again going back to therapy last night I have never attached a word to it because mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. we are not the poster child for mm-hmm. such things walk with me now mm-hmm. but my therapist was like and yes Candice that's called an eating, eating disorder. disorder I was like but bitch I don't see no hip bone she was like eh the second you said it like I feel like bricks are on my chest. Bro. Like, I can't actually breathe right this now. This is a big trigger warning episode, you know. This one. is a fucking... This we went from pedophiles to poop to Huge trigger warning. But it's an eating disorder. And like I said, Ooh, we're Lord. actually going to have to do a special episode because to. I know there is literally so much myself and Sorrel yeah. want to get off our chest, yeah. but we need to run ourselves I'll- through it first. Yeah, you, I need to have a conversation personally, with myself. Personally, I have to do some 
some some work because and that's the thing I never like to bring stuff to the internet me neither that I haven't worked that through. I haven't worked yeah through. because once the comment section start doing all right and I'm crying I in my need, bathroom I need to know that I can what? stand in my whole truth Ten even if down. you disagree exactly and I'm not quite there yet because I know there's going to be certain things we reveal exactly. that people will want to take upon themselves yeah. and create certain storylines exactly the reality is especially <sighs> black women you need to respect that again, a bit like how, yes, it could be you that a pedophile is trying to oh. mold. It is also us who are feeling the weight of fat phobia, if not us the most, because from a political and a social media standpoint, our body is, our body parts are taken, put on different women, assessed as beautiful, whilst we are left to crumble. Yeah. So more than ever, yeah. The conversation around food and eating disorders and hey, child, what hey, what an episode. Give me, Charlie, give me if the you person, don't give us some give light the, yeah, give us the confession, because child, child, I need to uh, get this my, is not my what therapist I came for. This is not what I <laughs> y'all, y'all putting me through the mess. <laughs> Let me get Sally on the line. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, girl, time to get into what a cousin has to say. Give your confession a title, my sister. Huh. <laughs> Is that it? Just my sister? Oh, no, sorry. I oh. was just reading it. You know how you I read? Really... <laughs> Why do you do that? That's such a dirty yeah. bitch. <laughs> you know, I just got silent. Like, I know, you just read it. Like, my confession isn't a secret to anyone. What's the title? Oh, my sister. That's what my, okay, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. My sister. Sorry. Okay. My confession isn't a secret to anyone who knows her, but my sister is premier, top tier, the best. She is a Cancer. I'm a Capricorn. We are sister signs and we're both obsessed with you all. Your podcast has brought us so much joy and we get to connect and text or FaceTime about it. Oh, no, that is levels. <sighs> Giggling every time a new episode drops. My confession is that I don't tell or show her enough just how much she means to me. Mm, I, I wouldn't be half the woman I am today without my big sister. My husband and I are in the process of moving to another country and she's been insanely supportive. It's keeping our dog until we can get him and so much more. I wanted to share about her here with you all because we giggle, we cackle. We cry well. I tear up like a true Capricorn. I hate y'all. <laughs> I can't stand a fucking Capricorn. I swear to God, <laughs> with you all every week. And I wanted to thank you for giving my sister and me a fun thing to connect over, even an ocean away. Charlie, I'm so ready to fire you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, she sent me a picture as well. Oh, oh my god. This is like. This makes me really emotional. I know. I know. That's why I'm not looking at you. Oh my god, I'm so tired of this shit. Like, guys, we cannot. Oh. This makes me really emotional. I think we said it episode one. I know I was quickly on live before Sorel and Charlie arrived today, but I've said that after our first live show, Oh no, y'all are too cute. No, that Sorel's crying, guys. I'm crying really. Yeah, hard. me too. Me too. <laughs> I can't see through the tears. And you know why? <gasps> that that it wasn't even a confession. Why you sharing that? I know means so much to me personally because I think if people uh, have followed me close enough, you will know that for reasons that I'm never going to go into and outside of my control. I don't have that relationship with my siblings. And so to know that I can partly be a bridge in someone else's sibling relationship, it just, as much as it's painful, it all falls where it's supposed to fall. Do you get what I'm saying? And I was saying this morning on live when Serena and I were coming back from Soho Theatre, we were literally just in tears the whole ride home because to interact with you guys in real life just really put the stamp of not your approval, of God's approval on on this podcast's purpose. And also, like we said, we know there's 10 men that have been in their mum's basement for 20 years trying to get their podcast to pop. We know that the success of Closet Confessions has seemingly come out of nowhere, but we also know how divinely timed it is. We have reached a point in womanhood, in sisterhood, especially in black sisterhood, where it's like, in order to survive, we have to gather together. We've just got to that place where we're like, if we don't defend each other, we are going to die. Because no one else is coming to our defense. And I feel like closet confessions is just... It's that girl. And I say that separate of ego. I feel like I would know it was that girl even if I didn't get to lead. Absolutely. Do you know, I I listen back to episodes almost as like a third party out of body being. Absolutely. And I'm like, absolutely. where the fuck do these soliloquies even come from? Like, yeah, we said it like, I can't remember who was saying oh, you, to you, oh, you give such good advice. And you were like, sometimes I open my mouth. I just open my mouth. It's like I'm downloading. Yeah. It's like, like, <laughs> I, when, and when I say like being used as a vessel, I literally just mean that. Like, it's out of my control. Straight. If God wants to use me. He is using me as such. And we have, this space has been created, but not for us or by us, yeah. but for you and by you. For the you. community. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You guys like, you guys guide like we take source from you. I I can't even express and explain the how big this thing is because to me I'm like I'm just chitty chatting with Candice and then I go online and I see the discourse and I go <sighs> in rooms and I speak Bro. to you guys and I'm like oh my god no there are nuggets from this that are literally changing you lot's lives like you couldn't you can't plan for this you can't prepare for it. But I did say this morning on live, I said, please also, I don't want people to stand by and think, oh, you know, look at them overnight success. Separately, Sorella and I have worked for years at our individual crafts, at at learning how to listen to an audience, at working out how best to get a message across. Mm. And this is just- And on ourselves. Hi. 
Hi. I'm going to cry and I don't know why I'm so emotional. I don't know why I'm so emotional. Because we couldn't give you guys this message without being so self-assured in some (sighs) respects. Okay, so because you know that when we say something with him that we're ready to stand on it because we've had the experience and we've gone through the mud to arrive at a space where we can we can help drag you through it. Yeah. We're like, girl, we get it. We get it. We get Take it. Take my hand. Our clothes are dirty too, yeah. but we we rise together. up. Woo! I get it. <laughs> <laughs> we rise up. No. Um, so we are so. Yeah. We're just grateful, in it. And like I said, and Sorella and I have been saying it, you guys have got no idea where we're going. Because we don't know. We have got a clue. <laughs> we don't we know. Don't. We don't know. But we're hearing it. Yeah. Nah, what shout a message. Out to, shout, shout out, out to, to you, you and your, your sister. sister. Like, I love this. I love that. And, and to anyone listening who has relationships with their siblings, just keep that juice alive. Yeah. Keep that. Also, to the parents that have multiple kids, understand the role you play in allowing your children to see each other as supporters and not competition. Absolutely. You play a big role in Absolutely. that. You pay, you are Absolutely. The, you are the first point, Absolutely. okay, of, of connect or disconnect. And understand that when you go, they will only have one another left. Do you know that's the only reason I've got two kids? Really? Yeah, when my dad died, I'm my dad's only child. And I said to myself, I never want, to feel to feel it's just i've got no one to call and be like oh daddy's really dead you know it's just me so when i had esme as traumatic as that birth was i was like i absolutely must have to so that when i die they can look at each other other, and be like oh mommy yes yeah 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 i just couldn't imagine wow having had that experience yeah i was like i can't imagine having one child bearing that yeah. i can't i can't do it yeah this i want a village i want 10. girl we're, we're cutting the podcast okay now. okay G- guys Hi guys remember <laughs> what's in the closet stays stays in the the closet. Closet. don't tell my man i said i want 10 bye <laughs> <laughs>
Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.